The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he says, if you can protect two things, I guarantee you Jannah. What is between your lips and what is between your thighs. You cannot protect what is between your thighs except through marriage. It's like you need to get the back right, you got to get a degree, you got to do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So you're not ready. You're not yeah. ready. We live in some strange times where people would be okay with, you know, their son and their daughters committing zina. As long as they're going to school, they're getting their degree, wow. they'll get better later. And Allah mm -hmm. tells us in the Quran. No, let, let the poor ones get married. We will enrich them. This is what Allah is telling us. Allah. And if we are a people that believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that read the Quran, then we should say, Khalas, Allah told me to get married. And we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not going to break his promises. What's going on, y'all? Alhamdulillah. We have a beautiful episode. Whoa, man. Gonna, I got chills. I'm not going to lie. Like, oh my God. Highly in demand. Marriage. Marriage young. Single life. Getting ready for marriage. And it I'm ain't saying. just me and Abdi today. Allah so special guest, <laughs> Allah, the man of the hour, Allah, <laughs> a friend, a mentor, a sheikh, mashallah, someone who's also been married young, yeah, mm -hmm. brought up here Sometime, in the States. Yeah. Yeah. So subhanAllah, you gave your two cents and subhanAllah, it was truly beneficial. Um, I think I benefited immensely. Wow. May Allah accept it from us. Oh, I mean, wallah, yeah, I, I mean. won't. The knowledge, I, I felt like a sponge just sitting La here. Ilaha illallah. I'm not gonna lie, I just felt like a sponge just soaking everything in. Well, it was very incredible, inshallah. Right. Hopefully, man, we can have you for part no, two. For sure, no, part two, no, you guys gotta stay tuned because part two will come soon. Facts, but thank you for tuning in. And what are you doing not subscribed? And hey, like this, what video? are y'all doing not subscribing? Go ahead, subscribe, Close. like, and best believe at the end of the episode, you guys will be sharing. Yes, alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. All right, y'all, we'll see you in the episode. See you guys later. Assalamu alaikum. You guys are tuning in to an episode of Talk Yahak. I'm your host Idris. And I'm your host Abdul Kareem. And we have, oh my God, a special <laughs> guest, special guest. Come on. Sheikh Fuad in the building. Allahumma barik. Alhamdulillah, how are you, Sheikh? Alhamdulillah, I'm good. How are you guys doing? Alhamdulillah, man. Alhamdulillah, it's good to be back here. Mashallah, yeah, most man. definitely. With all these improvements, mashallah. Right, right, right. Yeah, all the upgrades. Yeah. If those who don't know, Sheikh Fuad was on an episode. Um, and the, the topic was very different. Mm -hmm. It was about his journey with Islamic studies growing up in America. Yeah. And alhamdulillah, uh, we were able to get him back in the studio. And we're very excited to bring you guys Almost this topic. Almost a year ago, right? Uh, right. Subhanallah. Time Almost flies. Time flies. Ago. Time really flies, subhanallah. That's subhanallah. crazy. And now we have a much broader audience. Not only that, you have a better studio now. Uh -huh. Boom. Yeah, subhanallah. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, let me tell you, we had to get a special guest for such a special topic. <laughs> oh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? topic is... Yeah. Crazy. It's hot. We'll so, make it easy. Abby, <laughs> that's how we get it started, man. Huh? <laughs> I mean, we're going to try to keep it light, you know, we kind of, yeah. you know, inshallah, but this is a very serious topic, For right? Sure, yeah. And yeah. a topic that's impacting a lot of us, you know. I know mm -hmm. we focus towards the youth, but this is impacting even those who are older. Um, mm -hmm. For those who, don't, who do not know, the topic for today yeah. is going to be about single life, right. getting ready for marriage, mm -hmm. looking for someone. And getting to know someone, courting, right? Mm -hmm. So, inshallah, we're going to kind of break down these topics into yeah. questions. Yeah. And we're just going to kind of discuss it, right, from our perspectives and also from your background in um, Islamic knowledge, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, inshallah, Sheikh, yeah. before we begin all that, yeah. allow us to get to know more about yourself, inshallah, for those who do not know. Yeah. Who is Sheikh Fuad? The man himself. Allahu Akbar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, uh, uh, again, my name is Fuad Muhammad. I grew up most of my life in America. Uh, I came to America when I was young. Uh, before that, I lived in you know Nairobi. Okay. Uh, 
you know, I started memorizing Quran there. Um, I came to Seattle, uh, did middle school, high school, graduated, uh, left to go to study in Egypt, and then, alhamdulillah, came back now at the uh, University of Washington studying, Mashallah. continuing my educational studies at the same time, in my Islamic knowledge. Mashallah. And then, alhamdulillah, I've been imam for a couple of years. Uh, I've been to a lot of places, given khutbahs and, you know, uh, given talks and stuff like that. So, right. alhamdulillah. Uh, Alhamdulillah. You know, I actually met Sheikh Fuad when he did my nikah. Allahu Akbar. <laughs> oh, that, that was, yeah. I was amazed. Huh? You know, I, that I remember when I first met him. Uh, the thing that his age, yeah, he was 19 years old, and I was like, this, this doesn't, something's off here. <laughs> you know, this is not normal. Yeah. And mm. you do a lot of nikah when you're an imam of the masjid. There's nikahs all the time. Yeah, and you don't really hear it. there's a 19 year old kid that's getting married. Mm. You know, I was like, there's no way, because like when I got married, uh, I was 20, I right. was 20 years old. So mm-hmm. it's like people like that exist out here. You know, people get married at 19. Uh. And Alhamdulillah, you know, ever since then, it's been uh, one of my close friends, Mashallah. Okay. Close yeah, friend, mentor. I go to you. I go to you. I seek advice, counseling, mm-hmm. whatever. Mashallah, you've been a great friend, great mentor, teacher. Uh, subhanallah, for those who have been blessed to get to know Sheikh Fahad, mashallah. You know, it's, it's, it's truly a blessing. Yeah, alhamdulillah. So. I think uh, the, our best memory was this past Ramadan. Oh, right. Yeah, best time together this past Ramadan, last 10 mm-hmm. nights, mashallah. Staying over here at the Masajid. Yeah, alhamdulillah. Subhanallah. Beautiful times, yeah. beautiful times. I was in Minnesota, by the way. Allahu Akbar. So you, you were suffering the cold? Uh, nah, Minnesota was, <laughs> it was, it was warm. hot. It was humid. You got extreme weathers. You know, whenever I think about Minnesota, oh, yeah? I just think about it like it's always snowing. Because mm. no, no. that's all, all the people that I know from Minnesota, that's the only th- thing they post that's on. That's what they you know for. Yeah. yeah. That's the only thing they post. So I'm like, it's just, it's out there freezing to you, you know? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, alhamdulillah. Uh, uh, summer is disgusting. It's he humid. said it's humid. I cannot do humid. Uh-uh. But look, so you yeah. said, Sheikh, you were married at 20 years old. Allahu yeah. Akbar. So you were married young. Yeah, I was so married So who's not yeah. better to talk about marriage young than you? Subhanallah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now you are how old? How long have you been married? I've been married and it's about to be eight years now. Allah May Allah bless you and your family. So Sheikh Fuad um, yeah. is definitely familiar with this topic. Yeah. You know, both through experience and through knowledge, alhamdulillah. Mm-hmm. You know, Sheikh Fuad, let's let's talk about for one, why are we talking about this? Okay. Not only did many people yeah. hit us up and was like, yo, you guys need to talk about this, mm-hmm. but the fact that Sheikh, this is a lot this is what a lot of people, youth, are struggling with. Not just marriage itself. But before marriage, mm-hmm. what people are partaking in before marriage, what mm-hmm. what fitness are they falling into? Yeah. What what sins are they committing? Mm-hmm. Right, uh, that have to do with what marriage kind of protects you from. Right. So this yeah. is the first question that I kind of want to bounce off all of us. Right. Yeah. With dating being normalized, yeah. right, and intimacy outside of marriage being common. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is causing this? Can we discuss like what is causing this dating and this just intimacy zinna? Right oh, or getting close to Zinna happening, mm-hmm. what is causing? What do y'all think? We all grown up here. Yeah, I mean, so <laughs> the number one reason mm. has to be the things that we watch. True. Right. Like I don't, I don't personally know anyone that's like dating and and, and doing these things. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But when you see it on TV, mm-hmm. and like so over time, it builds in your head like this is where so- where society is at and. These are the things that you have to do. Yeah. Right. right. So like dating and then even, you know, zina and stuff like that. Like that's where it comes from. Mm-hmm. And then the, the surround, like 
America, that's what it's built off of. Yeah. Right. right this is the like the foundations of America. Mm-hmm. So because of that, like it reached our community now. Mm. Right. And it's that time where the kids that, you know, when we were younger, it wasn't like this, you know. Mm. Yeah. Now that <laughs> we're growing up and, and you know, our younger siblings and people that are younger than us are growing up. Yeah. It's like th- I'm an American, so I have to do these things. Mm-hmm. Right, I have to get a girlfriend. I have, you know, whatever it takes, I gotta do these things. I gotta go on dates and stuff like that. So, you know, I think that's the main thing that's causing it. And then at the same time, uh, you know, parents refusing to uh, get people married. Mm, yeah. It's another big reason so why it's happening. Difficulties as well. Yeah, yeah. that come with it. Two things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Subhanallah. What do you think? Um, I agree with you a lot. In all honesty, like where to the point where like you just blame social media for a lot of things, especially oh, for like. Sure. How you said America's foundations is like usually when it comes to rap, mm-hmm. movies, mm. uh, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. All right. they advertise is either women being naked mm. or what's it called? Men like showing their body off and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. you get this like infatuations and just like you lust over it. And you're like, man, right. I want this for myself. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So that's really the one thing. And also, what like you said, parents. Like right. parents usually like your your parents usually to tell you this thing is like, I came from a third world country for you to get educated and Ooh. give me a better life. You feel me? Yeah. That's like their mentality. So right. it's like marriage is going to come later. You can always get married because there's a lot of people in this world. Right. But what they really say is like they're just saying focus on school, which is I wouldn't say it's not a bad thing. Right. But at the same time, it's also like you're allowing your kids or who like, you know, the younger generation to be more exposed into committing more Zinna or getting girlfriends and just doing going the wrong path. Right. I like how you guys highlighted the hypersexualization of the society, bro. Very like everybody true. it's, it's a, a lot of us have been exposed to things at such a young age that have really indoctrinated us with the fact that this is okay. Yeah. This is normal. Matter of fact, it's healthy. This is what they yeah. say. Mm-hmm. And if you're not doing this, you know, if you're not engaging this, you're off. Something's wrong with you. Especially mm-hmm. as a guy. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, something's wrong with you. It's <laughs> Deadly, crazy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, it's like it's, it's normal, yeah. and it's like when you try to get married, it's people make it difficult, and well, like that just shows you, yeah, like something True. is really not normal here. Oh, for sure. If you're like people are being tested, and then they're trying to do something that's halal for themselves, mm-hmm. like you talk, like you're talking about dating, right? Yeah. Like you mentioned, how parents make it difficult, so either people are sneaking out dating. They sneak for sure, it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're hiding it from their parents. Have you yeah. guys seen this? Oh, yeah. subhanAllah. I mean, what do you do when, like, you, like, imagine you're a father. Right. Your Ooh. daughter or your son comes to you and he's like, yo, pops, I'm trying to get married. Right. By that time, he already has a girl he's trying to marry. Mm. That's what you got to understand. Yeah. And him coming, it's not saying, I'm thinking of trying to right. go find a girl. It's like, yo, I already found someone, but I'm just trying to see, you know, what you say. Yeah. Right. You tell him, no, you focus on school, focus on your career. He's not going to tell the girl, yo, or the guy, yo, peace out, man. My mm. dad said, I got to focus on my thing. Mm. Wow. He's about to. He's about to fall into no, some fitness. That's it. Chill. You know? Well, and then talk, subhanAllah, there's a lot of people that go through it. You know? Right. Yeah. It's crazy. Even the younger, um, younger For instance, teens. like, what's it called? Friends. Right. Like your friend groups, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like how you said, like, like how society, like how they look at male and like, are oh, you not doing this? You're lame. You know what I'm saying? When mm. you mm-hmm. have. God's friends, like you know, non-Muslims. Even Muslims, I believe. Even Muslims yeah, sometimes, but you know what I'm saying. But like mainly, if you hang around, like for right, me, your environment. Like I went to Garfield. I you went to Garfield High School. No, right? I went to Cleveland. Ugh, it's okay. Look at that. Act like he didn't go to two different high schools. But no, like what's it called? Like 
going to Garfield, I really hung, like, the majority of my friends were non-Muslims. Oh, mm. for sure. You feel me? Right, right, right. So it's like, a lot of them would do so many different things and be like, Abdi, bro, what are you doing? Da-da-da-da, why you ain't doing this? Shame you into peer pressure. SubhanAllah. And I, how many of our kids are actually going to public schools? You know, like, all of, almost all of them are going there. Yeah. Right. And this is what they see. Mm. You know, most of the time, it's like, it's very rare for you to find, you know, Muslims hanging out with Muslims. True. Uh, you see them hanging out with the kuffar, and this this is what they do, like this this is their life to them, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you see that, like you know, like you said, they go and look at you, like you know, what's up with this dude? You know, he's he's he doesn't have a girlfriend. He doesn't right. hang out with anyone. He doesn't go on dates. Eventually, he's going to get to you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like yo, I can't keep doing this. All my friends are saying these things about me. Yeah, let me try something. Right, let me do something. Exactly, you know. Maybe take this girl to the movies. Maybe take it to the, who who knows where it goes from. But there. then I want to yeah. ask you this: like, yeah. once you start doing that, and you find out, wow, this is easy, this oh, is convenient. Uh, no. It's like, what incentive do you have then on to do something as hard and difficult as maintaining a committed relationship? especially in this time that we live in, mm-hmm. the way that like things like social media is it's a disaster, right? Very true. The kind of the things that you see on there, like right. you can. You can leave someone today, tomorrow you're already with somebody else. So, or before you even left the week, you're already with somebody <laughs> else. Oh my God. Right? That's so, real. and like how many apps and, and, you know, websites that you have just to go and, you know, for better look at her, you know, right. <laughs> just hang out with them. Yeah. You know, how right. even Muslims have that. You right. know, you just go and hang out with these people and, you know, maybe for one day, two days, khalas, after that is. I don't need to know this person. True. You keep swiping and swiping till you know it's like okay, this is the one I'm gonna go after. Yeah. Imagine right. how many like in a week, mm. how many people you can go through like that. Mm. You know so. True. Why? So how many times has your heart attached to somebody yeah. broken? So now you this other issues that you could come from that. Subhanallah, what I've seen, Sheikh, yeah. I've seen people who are teenagers who have been in relationships as if they've divorced somebody. Their heart's broken. Broken. Yeah. So trust issues develop. Oh man, sometimes lack of respect, yeah, last man. lack of ability to really commit. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the issues can come from not being married or being mm-hmm. in such a society that's a lot of fitness, subhanAllah. Yeah. So I want to ask you guys, right? Because the brothers who want to get married, Sheikh, you mentioned me getting mm-hmm. married at 19. Yeah. I was that teenager. Mm-hmm. I was that person who was born here. I'm he's my homie. Since yeah. high school, he's yeah. seen me, right? I was worried yeah. for myself and I said, you know what? What's the cure for this except marriage? Like, I've Nothing, disciplined yeah. myself. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm getting to a point where I don't want to ex- or transgress because once I transgress, yeah, I feel like my heart is going to be not incentivized to yeah. be in a relationship, a committed long-term relationship, mm-hmm. or go through something as, an, as, as difficult sometimes as a nikah. Yeah. So I got married for the sake of Allah at 19, right? Mm-hmm. And that was difficult, Sheikh. Well, oh, for I, sure, yeah. I had yeah. people telling me, Idris, you don't, mind you, I just got out of high school. Yeah, I was fine. going to college, community yeah. college, mm-hmm. and I was being told you don't have a degree. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I just started working. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like you need to get the bag right. You got to get a degree. You got to do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So you're not ready. You're not yeah. ready. A lot of people, you're not ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of this. So I want to ask you, Sheikh, like, what, what, for one, mm-hmm. Are these qualifiers, like these words, like you're not ready? How do you feel about them? And I just want to get you guys' input. What I mean, does this mean? What, I don't even understand what, you're not, what, what are you not ready for? Mm. Mm. You know, like, you know, the, the thing that we have to understand is when it comes to marriage. Right. 
it has a purpose. You so know, th- th- there's a reason why the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he says that getting married is for my sunnah, mm-hmm. right? And not only his, but all of the other messengers that came before, because they know the dangers of not being married. Mm-hmm. So when we come and we say, you don't, you don't have that degree yet. You don't have that, you know. You don't have that bag yet. Yeah. You don't have that life yet for you to get married. You will actually never get to a point where you'll tell yourself, "I'm ready to get married." Mm. Wow. Like you will never get to that. It's like having a kid. You will never actually convince be yourself, be like, "I'm ready to be a dad now." I'm ready <laughs> mm. to. It, like it, it just happens. It, it has to happen. just happen. It, it just has okay. to happen. Right? Like, is are we ready to die? We're not. No. We're not. Yeah. There will never be a point where we'll sit and be like, "I'm ready to go." Mm. Then it just has to happen, and marriage is one of those things, right? Right, where you have to say, in order for me to protect my akhirah and also my dunya, mm-hmm. I need to get married. At that point, you're ready. Wow. That's all you. That if you have that mentality, it, you're ready. Wow. If you're 16, you have that. You're ready. Really? Yeah. Mm. If you're at 18 and you have that, you're ready. Subhanallah. Once you say that, I have to. This is now It's becoming a danger To my akhirah And my dunya Yeah Because sins don't only Affect your akhirah They affect your dunya too Right Once you come to that realization You have to get married Wow Right And then One of the things that Like You know We live in some strange times Subhanallah We do Where people would be Okay With you know Their son and their daughters Committing zina As long as They're going to school As long as they're getting Their degree They'd be like We don't They'll get better later Subhanallah You know And it should be The other way around Like This degree is not gonna You know Go with you into the grave Right True Nor is this job That you You know Slaving at For the rest of your life Going to benefit you Inside of the grave Mm. But You getting married Right right? And it had like This is Our priorities Need to be changed Mm. Right It shouldn't be I have to wait Until You know My son graduates For me to even think about Let me You know Allow him to get married it should be. I see that there's issues with him, that eventually he's going to fall into zina. Right. Yeah. And in order to protect him, I need to get him married. So as a father, let me do the best that I can to protect my my child and his akhirah. Right. The mm. same way that they strive to protect for their dunya. Wow. Mm. Right. Subhanallah. It's, it's, and that should be what's more important for us, like mm-hmm. that, because that's if you really care about your child. Yeah. What you care most of for them is their longevity, the not goodness just in this dunya because the dunya is temporary. Yeah. So if you're really a mu'min who really believes, mm-hmm. you should be facilitating and making easy what yeah. is better for your child's akhirah. True. Like, like I have a lot of conversations with my friends like I was mm-hmm. telling you earlier. Like yeah. a lot of them usually just like they're more so focused on like I want money first. If I mm-hmm. have the money, yeah. I have no problem getting married. But mm-hmm. I always try to convince them like bro, like Money, the the aspect of money before mm-hmm. getting married is important because you need to have a job. You need to actually provide. Because the day you yeah. say kabil to, you have responsibilities. those responsibilities yeah. to take care of the your wife and right. mm-hmm. your home. You know. Mm-hmm. Right. But at the same time, there's more to that about marriage. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like I always fight the like the exactly how you said it. It's like they're more so focused on just, yep. I need to get money. Yeah. Once I do this. Then I up. Then I'll go look for somebody to look. You know. Mm. You know the crazy. Like, have you ever been satisfied with the amount of money you have? Oh no. You'll never like. So when when do you think you get excited, but you're not satisfied? Uh, now, yeah. When do you think you'll be like, "Khalas, I have this much money. True. Now I'm about to go get married." True. That like it, it can't work like that. Yeah. But even you for know? some people, like when they say like, "Oh yep, 
I want to get the bag. You know, I don't have a problem with somebody oh, saying, sure, yeah. you know, yeah. get the bag. But when I look at them, especially the people around my age, mm-hmm. you live at your mom's house. You don't pay so no you're not, rent. You're not even getting the bag. You're yet. not even really focused on getting the bag. And I tell them like marriage actually tells you straight up, you gotta, hey, bro, yeah. you got to get up because yeah, you got You have something to Some, take yeah. care of, you know. Yeah. So that's the thing. I'm like, I feel like in my opinion, marriage, I feel like turns you into a man because you're you're more responsible and you have to be more careful with how you spend your money. Where does yeah. your money go into? How much money do you save in? And mm-hmm. you look into the future. You know what but I you mean? Know, sure. how do they, like, but the thing is that I also realized, because, yeah. uh, subhanAllah, a lot of us have not been given, some of those who have been raised with a mother and a father in the household, yeah. they have had examples to see. This is how, how a household functions. This is how a man operates. This is how a woman operates. Yeah. Many of the families here come from single family households. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those people you're talking about either have single mothers, right? Mm-hmm. They're, you know, so it's, they haven't been really taught how to be a man. And I'm going to be honest, I'm going to contest this, Abdi. Mm-hmm. When you're put into a marriage, I don't think you just automatically become a man. I mm-hmm. think there are some things you have to know, like you have to be aware of. Like, for example, mm-hmm. if you're saying, okay, I want to get married. Yes, I want to get And this challenge me, inshallah, if I'm wrong in this. Oh, yeah. But if you're getting married, right, and you just say, I'm getting married, inshallah, I need to get married. Mashallah, you need to do what you got to do. But if you're expecting this woman to make you into a man, Mm-hmm. Yeah, that thing I don't really agree with that. I yeah. think you yourself, you mm-hmm. traveling through life, a woman definitely will compliment you on your journey. Mashallah, she will make it easier upon you, inshallah. Mm-hmm. But I think there are some things that you should be aware of, mm-hmm. right? So you should be aware of your obligation to work a certain amount of hours. You have to think ahead. What? How much is my budget? You have mm-hmm. to be thinking about this stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. but how many people actually do that now these days? Though that's the question. That is a, that especially is a good question. With our age, like especially with our age, we like. First thing first, we don't pay no rent. Right. We don't, what's it called? Our internet is paid for. SubhanAllah. Uh, Our whole life is paid for. Exactly. Yeah. And literally, we like, we say we want to get the bag, but what actually do you do to get where you want to be? Right. Like, I was talking to you about this in the car. This is what I said. Like, you mentioned that same scenario to me about guys who are postponing marriage because they want to get a degree. Yeah. This is what I said. I said, okay, you're postponing marriage. I'm not going to tell you get married. What I'm going to say, though, is, okay, you're saying I'm focused on my degree. Okay, get your degree. You know, you're going to withhold marriage. Okay. Yeah. But are you are you doing something harab as you're doing that? True. Are you, like, hollering that girl? You FaceTiming this girl. You, you subhanAllah, some people doing some straight-up fitna, Abdi. You yeah. and I know. So you're doing all this straight-up fitna, and then you're postponing marriage as well? I mean, if you're going to postpone marriage, don't talk to no female. Yeah. The, you know what I'm saying? The, the, sort of. The, yeah, don't. You're, kill, you're killing yourself both ways. Yeah. It's like, you know? if you're going to postpone it, then postpone it the right way. Focus on yourself. Really, if you're going to talk about focus on yourself, get the back, start yeah. your business, do what you think, keep your head down, keep your gaze down. Yes, I don't know. And focus on your work. Mm-hmm. But that as soon as you see yourself being like tested. Yeah. That itself is be also a right. challenge. Right, right. You feel me? Because you live in America, so. <laughs> you, really, bro, la, 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 la. you can't really put your gaze down. <laughs> yeah. You don't even you have to leave. Bro, you don't even have to leave the house for your gaze to be tested. Mm. Inside of your house, on your TV, on your phones, it's like, right. where do you go from that? Right. You know, how do you how do you decide? Like, you gotta get rid of everything. Yeah. You know, and then just wear some shades and you maybe put on an imamah. You look down and <laughs> yeah, that's just how you look at your shoes. It. Just look at your shoes. I mean, yeah. that's what you have to do. I mean, no, it's, it's 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 crazy, and especially yeah. for those people who go to universities, it's like a lot harder. Fit in the central. <laughs> 
Yeah. At least now we're not really on campus, but we're gonna have to go, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. we're gonna have to hop back on campus. That ain't that love. You feel me? So like Right. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I was just gonna say. So bro, what I was gonna say is the fact that let's say, you know, Sheikh Fad, you said you know you fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, mm-hmm. yeah. so you need to get married, you need to protect your dunya and akhirah, then get married, inshallah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge your responsibility mm-hmm. and you walk into that marriage saying, I'm yeah. gonna fulfill that responsibility. And this is another thing, like before I got married, Sheikh, like mm. I don't know, I was doing some uh, Adan people stuff they, yeah. Some white people stuff I was reading books mm-hmm. uh, About like relationship About how to communicate All this stuff Because I was not ready for this <laughs> You're not ready for this stuff True. Conflict yeah. resolution this, this is the first time I was in a real relationship With a woman mm-hmm. Like I was not I, I didn't have no serious girlfriend I mean Unless we're talking about An <laughs> e-girlfriend online I uh, mean May Allah forgive me But it was never like This person yeah. You're emotionally attached to them I never had that mm-hmm. That happened in marriage for me so yeah. I was preparing myself. So I think let's not undermine, like definitely tell, as you're thinking about marriage, get ready for it. Yeah. Right. So prepare yourself. If you're a man financially, uh, what are you, what unresolved issues you need to work on? Mm-hmm. Talk to other men who are married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Talk to the old heads. Talk to the people. Yeah. Do you guys have any input on those who are getting ready for marriage? What should they be doing to prepare themselves as they get ready? That's go a d- no, you go ahead, dude. Oh, uh, no, I was finna tell. I remember, like, there's a day that you and I were talking, and you word for word told me, say, Abdi, I'm gonna tell you this marriage, bro, it's an on job training. There's no way you <laughs> for can sure. Prepare for that. No, no, let me tell you something, Nahi. This is what we gotta understand. Mm. When you get, like, certain things when they come at you, yeah, you just have to, you have no choice but to handle them. Mm-hmm. All right, and marriage is one of those things when issues arise and stuff like that. You really don't have any other option but, like, to figure it out right then and wow. there. Yeah. And this is where, like, when you're looking for a wife and you're looking for a husband, right. mm-hmm. this is the, the the most important thing that you should be looking for is the deen, for them to have taqwa, to them, for them to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm-hmm. Because you know that even in those situations where it's it's you guys are having problems, mm-hmm. the, the matter is going to be returned back to Allah and His Messenger. Subhanallah. Right? So the things that you're learning, there's already this foundation of, if we have any issues, right, we go to the Quran and the Sunnah to figure out our issues. Mm. How hard right? is it to find somebody who will do that? You see that that's who will why not put their pride over the Deen. That's very hard. Very, to find out very hard. Mm-hmm. You right. know, it's, it's, nowadays, it's very, it's, oh nowadays right? Yeah, who knows the Quran and the Sunnah? That's mm-hmm. really what you got to ask, right? Yeah, and like. All of our issues, whether it's this marriage, anything else, right? It, we just need to take it back to the Quran and the Sunnah, right? And we would have the solutions to our issues, yeah. But we can't. In this, like the way that we're living in this country, you can't do that. Mm. All right, you tell you know you tell somebody this is what the Quran and the Sunnah say we should do in this situation. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Talking about man. Mm. You know, it's like what are, what are you saying? Right. This, this is not the time that we're living in. True. That's what you know? they would say. That, yeah. yeah. Remember? Oh, <laughs> I can say a whole lot. Yeah, this I is twenty twenty one. I remember when I was in the talking stage, like getting to know this person. Mm-hmm. I remember some people telling me, uh, "I'm not gonna say no days." Oh, yeah. I'm down here. I'm actually, you know, uh, you I might take this out. We'll see. <laughs> but I remember some several people, not just you, who said, "Nah, bro, um, this is not the time. This is not the. T- this is not back in the day." Oh. This is a more modern time. Yeah, you were right. you, were letting, you were letting me know you. This he's is a more right. modern time, and this was the first time that I was going about this, so I didn't really know. I just said I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm gonna just stick as hard as I can to the deen. Mm-hmm. You have you know, to. I'm yeah. gonna try to keep it as formal as possible. And this is another thing, like that's true. When you're getting to know somebody, as mm-hmm. well, you never. Well, I like Sheikh. You know from experience. I know from experience. You never know the person until you're in a relationship. 
just as the other person. She may put you on a pedestal or whatever, but once in a relationship, it's like it balances out yeah. because they get to see all of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what happens in a relationship. Yeah. That's the on-job training. Yeah. Like, you, yeah, man, people, <laughs> when you live with them, yeah, they're different. Very different. People are very different. Mm. All the things they told you in that talking time, yeah, it's not coming true. <laughs> leave, leave that at the door, man. I'm telling you. You know, so then, yeah. like, this is where that dean comes into it. You know, you're like, Khalas, she's not who I thought she was going to be. Right. But now I've entered into this situation. So. And this is, it's not just between me and, you know, my wife, but it's between me and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm. And now because of this, there are rights that I have to uphold. Yeah. Exactly. Right? People don't understand this. So when they get married and they see that the sister or the brother, they're not like, you know, what they portrayed in the time that we're talking, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, this is... <laughs> What happened to all those things you told me? Yeah. Like, man, I forgot. I thought you said things, you know? So and, they, uh, and they probably view us the same way. Like, oh, for sure. It's the, it's the it reciprocal. goes both ways. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it goes both this ways. I always say, I say, when you're getting to know somebody, mm-hmm. you're meeting the representative. Yeah. You know when you meet the, you know when yeah. countries fly out? Yeah. You're meeting the diplomatic person. Yep, the buttoned it. up, the polished, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. And then when they go home, they take off the bun and tie, they get comfortable with the pajamas. That's it. You know, but... Um, it's like going to an interview, you know? Exactly. How are you at the interview versus at the job? And I love mm, how I yeah. love how how the dean like it facilitates the fact that you have to keep it as formal as possible, staying away yeah. from crossing certain boundaries. We're gonna yeah. get into that, right? Mm-hmm. But trying to make sure that you do not act like your husband and wife before your husband and wife. Do you feel what I'm saying? Oh. Yeah. Because what happens when you do that? Emotional attachment. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I thought about later on. I said, whoa. When you get, talk to somebody so much mm-hmm. before marriage, yeah, and these and something's actually bothering you. Like let's say before you talk to somebody, you had your bread and butter, you had these standards, expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you talking to this person and maybe you get too complacent, you get too comfortable, mm-hmm. and then you start getting attached to this person, and then those standards, you saying I can let go of some standards. Some of it, yeah. I could put it down, mm-hmm. yeah. But in the relationships, you're like, yo, didn't I have those standards? Mm. you see what i'm saying so it's like but your emotional attachment is what got you so yeah. i think uh this is uh t- agree with me or not but i feel like this time especially after my situation i will definitely consider not getting emotionally attached to anybody until after the marriage i think that's how the dean facilitated it mm-hmm. you could be attracted to somebody mm-hmm. but being in this person as if they're they're, they're yours yeah. Yeah. yeah when they're not yours mm-hmm. so that you can establish those boundaries those those basics they don't have unrealistic mm-hmm. you know yeah. So, Sheikh, like, I think this is a good leeway. What yeah. should we be? Lo- so, you said Dean is what we should be looking mm-hmm. in for. Yeah. Um, I hope, like, inshallah, one of these days we can have like a, a, a separate episode for the sisters. We're trying to keep it neutral, but like, we are gonna be biased because there's a group of guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, inshallah, yeah. we'll we'll hook you guys up one of these days. Inshallah. But Sheikh, like, what should we be looking for when we're out? When we are looking, you know, it's like we mentioned earlier, it's far and wide in between to find another suitable person yeah. who's willing to get married. Mm-hmm. So what should we be looking for and how do we go about looking for this person? Right? What do you think? What do you guys think? Um, so the first thing that you look for whenever you're trying to get married, the like the 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 thing that will tell you, okay, I can move on to the next steps is how like do you find this person attractive? And this goes for the brothers and for the sisters. Mm-hmm. Right? Because that like that f- the first part before you even look at the other things, right? You have to be like, I'm willing to wake up next to this person for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Right? So if that's there, and then physical attraction. Yeah, like physical attraction. Right. That's yeah, the, the, yeah exactly. Know? That's yeah. marriage. So then after that, you should look for the dean. Mm. Now, like dean sh- that should be the most important thing. 
Subhanallah. How religious is this person? Right. How much iman does she have? Right. How much iman does he have? Yeah. And then after that, I would say that number two, you look at the culture. Oh. Right. Mm. And this is where. Like, Are you talking the, about ethnic culture or like family culture that they come from? Uh, like to me, you know, they, 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 they're very much almost the same thing. Mm. You know, your family culture and your ethnic culture. Right. Right. So let's say you know, I'm Oromo. If I were to look for a wife. Right. Yeah. And let's say I was attracted to her. Right, mm-hmm. and she's someone that is very religious. Mm. Then I would be like, okay, is she Oromo or is she not Oromo? Mm. Is she Somali or is she not Somali? Right. Okay. And I see that you know, like, there's, you know, the the world is very small nowadays, mm-hmm. especially like where we live. Yeah, right? where you'll see uh, someone that's you know Oromo that's married to Somali. Yeah, mm. or someone that's you know West African is married to someone that's East African, right. mm-hmm. North African to South African. You see this yeah. a lot, right? Right, and if for, for most people that's okay, so. right? Like it will work out and there'll be no issues and stuff like that. Yeah. But if you're looking now, you should you know make sure that the culture that you grow up grew up in is the same that you know you want your kids to grow up in that same culture. Mm. Mm. Maybe you know certain cultures they they have certain characteristics certain that you norms, want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's certain norms that you want. You know, yeah. In your house, right. in your children, and in your future. Yeah. Mm. Right. So you look for that culture. Then the other three things that you could look for. It's you know like these days I don't even think you could look at it and be like this is you know makes an impact on the person. Mm-hmm. You look at you know their wealth. Right. You look at you know the status that they have in the community, and then another one after the culture is you know you gotta look at the family. Right. Mm-hmm. You know how uh, you know how how, how w- what type of family uh, is this person from? How do you go about finding that out? So uh, let's say you were you were at the masjid one day. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know you prayed your Isha, mashallah. You came for Fajr, you prayed your Isha. Yeah. The whole time while you walk into the masjid, right. you see that uh, there's a sister mm-hmm. uh, that's also walking to the masjid. She's walking mm. to, you know, go and pray. And you tell you like you find her attractive, right? And you're like, okay, this sister looks. You know, maybe her dad was with her as she was walking. So, yeah. And then now you know the dad and the daughter. Right. Mm. Uh, he's coming to the masjid. Boom. And then you ask somebody that you're close to, you know, in the community in that masjid that might know him, be like, you know, inquire about his daughter. Right. All right. So you'll go from there. And then if things work out smoothly, uh, right. the dad will be like, mashallah, this is a person that, you know, I've been seeing for the past couple of months at the masjid, the past couple of years, whatever it is. So I've been seeing them come to the masjid. They seem like, you know, a, a very good brother and what so on. Right. I'll bring this up to my daughter. Mm. Then inshallah he brings it to the daughter And hopefully the daughter's not talking to anybody right. And then mm-hmm. she says oh uh, If you say you know these good things about him Maybe I'll you know I'll Is give it, it a try I'll, you know, I'll see who he is then yeah. And then after that uh, the father You know he'll come to you and he'll say uh, Or he'll go to the person that you sent mm. You know and while you're sending All of this you you know you You find someone that, you know that you trust to do the, uh, you know, find the uh, the background, background check. information, uh, <laughs> the background check, the, the, the yeah. background check, you know. Yeah. So right. find out, you know, who this person is, right? What her family is like, you know, what status they have, what uh, what type of iman these people have, and mm-hmm. you know, th- these are things that. And it's good to yeah. do this, like I said before, because oh yeah, for sure. If, if you're already talking to the girl and it's you didn't a, even yeah. talk to the but dad or anything, mm-hmm. my question was, like. You know that's like the right way of doing it, mm-hmm. but the American way. Yeah, yeah. But then, but then the question really, like a lot of people really want. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say want. It's like, like how do they go about it in this era? Because mm-hmm. this era is completely different than not not the fact you can still do that in this era, but yeah. that's 
hard harder. To do it it's way harder to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Now it's more so social media type of thing where you find this girl on Instagram or yeah. Snapchat, whatever it is, and you <laughs> holler at her, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Let's say, but then how does somebody go about that then? Like, what would, like... Okay, start start with the sliding the DMs, huh? <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's not even that. It's like the question of like, uh, they well, what get, do you do? Yeah, like they can't directly go to the dad unless yeah, they sure. just say, "Hey, give me your dad's so number." Saying, like, how do you do it digitally? Yeah, like digitally or just like because that's how people actually meet these days. I don't really see a lot of yeah, people, really. That's how it happens. You know, so. yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you don't see someone walking true. to the machine, you know, or just like, like, oh, good question. Very good question. Said, you know, so yeah. it's like my question was like. Even let's say if a brother were to ask a sister or a sister were to ask a brother like, hey, like, you know what I'm saying? Or that's what up. A sister asking for dad's number is completely weird. Let me come back <laughs> to that. You know? What you want for my dad? And I'll be fired up. Yeah. But what's it called? Like a dad, uh, not a dad. Oh, yeah, well, I the brother. Words. The brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The brother's asking the girl to say, hey, could I get your dad's number? Mm-hmm. 99.99% of the time, that girl's going to be like, oh, you're a creep. You're a weirdo. Yeah, yeah right. you know? Like, but that's you, a yeah. good thing. That means I want nothing to do with you in the first place. Tell us, yeah. You, yeah. You cancel yourself out. Like, <laughs> 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 okay, salam alaikum, salam. It just shows you you wasn't my type. You feel me? That's true. You, but can't, then get then mad at, you can't get mad at her. Yeah, yeah. She get, helped you. No, right? no, but, yeah. but, but the thing is, like, who do you think is actually going to respond to you and be like, yeah, here's my dad's number? And then once you get it, what do you actually do with it? Exactly. You're going to call him and be like, yo, I saw your daughter on Instagram. What's up? I'm trying to get married. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you're going to say? So that's like, where saying. do you go afterwards? Well, I said, we need to discuss this. So th- we need one, to discuss this. That one was something interesting in my mind because a lot of now these days yeah. is more of just media. That's really what it is. Because you know what I'm saying? It ain't the 2000 era where you yeah. just, you know, Come the on, no yeah. telephone, ding, ring, ring. <laughs> you know, it ain't yeah, that yeah. no more. It's yeah, more of actually like, you got, you can literally see, you could talk to somebody from here that's in, uh, yeah. the other side of the What's world, it called? Yeah. UK, yes, Norway, probably. Sweden, you wherever it is, yeah. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. So it's like, how do you go about that? So, like I said, you know, the world is getting very small, yeah, right? Like the way that we're able to even talk to with our families back home, yeah, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, it was not this easy, yeah. Right? You know, I can FaceTime my grandmother right now, and like we can talk, it's like. You couldn't do that yeah. 10 years ago. Right. You know? So the world is getting smaller. We're getting, you know, becoming more connected and so on. So this is like, this would be my advice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's say you do, you know, see a sister yeah. on, on Instagram that, you know, it's unfortunately already, it's like a disaster from the beginning. Yeah. Like, what are you doing looking at her? That's the first oh. thing. Mm-hmm. Right, that's like, why is she on your page? Right. Mm. Okay. Yeah. But okay. Let's move on from that part. <laughs> All right. We already you, passed that stage. Yeah. Right? So then you're like, okay, this sister looks mashallah. Mm-hmm. Let's see what you know. How I can you know uh, figure this out. Right. You don't want to slide in the DMs. You don't want to be the one be like you know, salam alaikum or whatever it is. You mm-hmm. don't want to do that. If it is someone that like you've seen around locally and you know she's you know she's from Seattle. Yeah. Or wherever we live in. What you could do is, you know, maybe if you have a sister, or you have a cousin, you'd be like, yo, can you find out about the sister for me? Mm. You know, and then she can go and she can find, like, most of the time they'll be able to figure out what type of person this, you know, because all you see is the, the image on the screen. Yeah. You don't really know how they are. True. You right? don't. So they'll go and they'll, you know, inquire for you. They'll, they'll start looking around, you know, gathering some information for you. Mm-hmm. Then they'll come back to you. Mm. When they come back to you, you have a choice now. Mm-hmm. Do I want to keep going with this or the information that they gave me? Do I just want to like, you know, 
right. charge it to the game and move on, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. What do I want to do? Let's say you decide, you know what, they bring back good information. She's a good sister. She comes from a good family. All of these things. And then you say, okay, I want you to go and tell her that I'm interested in her. Mm. And see what she what she thinks. You know, right. again, your cousin, your sister, whatever female, you know, family relative you have that can uh, go in. Like it wouldn't be as weird for them to slide into the DMs right. you know, versus you. Right. All right. So you tell them, and then they would be like, they really only have two options. Yeah. Either yeah, I can think about it. Right. Or no. Or no, I'm not even interested. Yeah, khalas, it's right. only those two options. There's no third one. Yeah. Right. So you'll let's say you again you get but another. This is, un, this is like shit. Like I'm be honest with you. Like I had the same exact, like mm-hmm. from everything that I've read and everything. That is like the most, like in this digital area, that's the most proper way. Mm-hmm. But honestly, shit, like that's not happening. Yeah. For yeah. so sure, like, it's not happening. Yeah. What's not happening? That like. Because <laughs> imagine, like I feel like, like to say, like, if my cousin were to go. Ask the girl that mm. I like that I want to talk to and be like, yeah. "Hey, he's interested." He's go. She gonna look at my cousin, be like, "Well, he's a punk. Why he ain't telling me that in my face?" But see, that's again, look to. That's, that's not the one that you. you want. Yeah, that's the mindset right? you need to have. Like this is. A, ooh, this thing is. I'm gonna be honest. I'm like, can I do the talking yeah, yeah, session? Go okay, let's you go. Can, I'm gonna go talking hug session. You cannot have a scarcity mindset. Yeah. You cannot think that you know the this is the one. Yeah, this woman that I said uh, that I'm looking at, I'm fixated. You cannot be fixated. Yeah, if she tell, if she shows you that she is not the one, stop trying to transform her. You cannot transform the person that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Do mm-hmm. not settle at the beginning. That's not when you settle. You know when you compromise in your household, mm-hmm. in yeah, your marriage, sure, yeah. when you see the person for who they are. But to get your foot in the door, you need to come with a certain expectations. Yeah. But if you're letting go of all your expectations because you 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 got this tunnel vision on this girl. Yeah. And a, I, a lot of guys have this mm-hmm. tendency, tunnel vision locked in on this girl. You cannot do that because you're going to be bound to end up in a situation. So you need to come with a certain expectation and standards. So if she tells you like, yo, I'm not, <laughs> okay, what am I going to do? Oh, no, come back. No. Salaamu alaikum. Thank you. You know? Yeah. Yeah. you know, so it's like, Try to go about the right way. And I love what you said, Shaglali. Just because everyone is doing it, and this is because of the norm, does not, like we said, Abdimina, I kept saying, it's like, oh, but this is not what's happening. Just because it's not happening doesn't mean that we should forego yeah, our for sure. way of going it mm. just to mm-hmm. appease a people that are doing another way. Mm-hmm. When we know this is the haq, we know this is Khalas. the straight way. Do not bend backwards for nobody. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. No, and then at the same time, like, you know, the longer if we keep telling ourselves that this is not going to work, yeah, it's never going to work. Mm. Right? Like if you keep choosing the alternative and not going through this way, yeah, like who's the going to be will there? become the right way? Yeah, that's it, and that's what it's becoming. That's what it is. And that, that really, that's what it is now. Yeah. So if you do that, like you obviously, just like if you were to go and talk to a girl yourself, even if you were to slide in the DMs, what are the chances of her actually being like, yeah, okay, let's do this, let's get married? Like they're already uh, slim, right? People don't want to get married these days. Yeah, true. You know, so it's like it's already like you don't even have good chances already. Right. At mm-hmm. least let me do it the right way so that I am not punishing myself in the akhirah for this. Mm-hmm. Right. I can't take two L's. I can't take the L of being rejected and also take the L on the akhirah. <laughs> so let, let me focus on one. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. And then Allah place. will make it easy for you. Right. Really, okay. that's what you know. Uh, so that's what we gotta understand. Mm. So you send your family member, a sister, be like yo. Right. The guy's inter- if she says yes, I'm interested. Right. This would be the perfect time to introduce, like, to hit up the dad. Oh, okay. Hit up the dad or send somebody Let to the dad know. to be like, yo, you, I want to talk to your daughter. I want right. to find out if I can marry her. 
Bo. And if he's understandable, if he's if he cares about the akhirah of his daughter, yeah, right. or the akhirah of his son, he's going to be like, yeah, we have to do this. We have to. This is here. We got you know. We got to figure things out now. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. And then you can talk to her and and, and see if like you're compatible and if you can be married with. And her. if he pushes you away again, that's another good sign. For sure. Yeah. He yeah. just shows you like what's the priority yeah. in that household, that family. And versus get, like uh, let's say if like the, he wants like usually let's say if like you're a brother that did everything the right way, right? Mm-hmm. The dad mm-hmm. or the mom is not allowing you, yeah, because you don't have a degree or you don't have the job that pays you well enough to take care of the daughter. Oh, mm. this is interesting, Sheikh. What do you think? You have more experience than me in this field. <laughs> Can I tell you guys something? Yeah. Tell us. You know, when I got married, huh? I think I had I had zero dollars in my bank account. Subhanallah. Like zero dollars. Wow. Before I got married, I never had a job. I had one job to get the money to go and ask for the hand. Allah. I did it for one month. I told myself, no, I'm not doing this. I took <laughs> mm. the check that I got from it. I was like, khalas, I'm getting married. Mm. Whether you like it or not, I'm about to get married. Take, I told my dad, here, take this money. Go to the girl's family and ask for her hand. <laughs> when I was getting married, I had no job. Wow. wow. Right? And what we have to understand, like, obviously, not everybody's able to do that. Right. Right, because I like you have to be. If like this is the thing, mm. you know, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. We know that our risk is already written. Yeah, whatever you're going to attain, it's already there. If you can convince yourself to believe in that, mm-hmm. like fully believe in that, so, mm-hmm. in your actions and it's inside of your heart. Yeah, then you it will be taken care of for you. Like everything, you're not will, even gonna stress yeah, about. Yeah, everything it. will figure itself out. Mm-hmm. Right, and then Alhamdulillah, like. Now, Alhamdulillah, there's there's a bag there now. Subhanallah. Right? Because of marriage. Subhanallah. Right? And I look like, you know, uh, look, right the now. The sustenance of your ch- the, the rizq that belongs to your children, it will come sort, to yeah. you as well. Yeah. It's written. I think yeah. I got the when my a month before my daughter was born. So. I'd, be, I'd be married maybe like, you know, 14 months at that time. Subhanallah. Maybe like, maybe like yeah, like a, almost a year and a half of marriage at that time. Yeah. And I was like, man, I'm about to have a kid. What am I going to do? How am I going to take care of this kid? Mm. Mm. All right. And then, you know, I went to the masjid. I spoke to the imam. He was like, Allah will take care of it for you. Don't worry. Wow. You know, Allah tells you, don't kill your children because, you know, you fear poverty. Yeah. It is Allah that is going to provide for them. Mm. And every, like, when my daughter was born, mm. I don't think ever, from that time I've ever struggled financially. Allah. All right. And one of the things we have to understand is in order for you not to struggle, you have to always tell yourself that Allah is the one that's providing for me. True. Allah is the one that's providing for me and his funds are never going to run out. True. Man, we've been in this global like this pandemic how long? Almost two years. Almost now. two years. I think like I had a job maybe three months out of those two years. Wow. Three wow. months out of those two years where wow. I was like really working. Mm. But like even with that, I've never like said to myself, like I'm struggling, I gotta figure something out. Things always figure themselves out. And it's this like we stress have, yeah, ourselves yeah. out more than... It's like, well, this was that fear, that paralyzing. Mm-hmm. Like, marriage is a blessing. Yeah, Having sure, children, yeah. will lo- like, marriage is a blessing. Allahu Akbar. Mm-hmm. Being in a relationship with somebody, you know, having children with somebody, it is a huge barakah. But we paralyze ourselves from this because of fear of the unknown. When mm-hmm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already written everything. And Allah mm-hmm. tells us in the Quran, you know, let, let the poor ones get married. We will enrich them. 
Subhanallah. That's what I was showing to my uncles. That like, <laughs> yeah, like this is what Allah is telling us. Mm-hmm. And if we are a people that believe in Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, yeah, that read the Quran, then we should say, "Khalas, Allah told me to get married. He will provide for me. He will make me rich. That's it. That's all I have. I do the things that Allah tells me to do." Yeah. Then we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not going to break his promises. Allah. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Like I want to also share it from my perspective as well, because I had a similar experience. I remember a lot of it was worried about income, money, money, money. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I think another good thing, because you mentioned I have the people, friends who want a certain amount of money. Maybe it's because these women are kind of demanding that. They no. want, you know, somebody who have this culture where you bring a lot of money to the family and then the ring is so expensive and then the mehid is outrageous. You know what I'm saying? But the woman that you want, inshallah, should make it easier on you. You yes, know? Yes, Like the Prophet said, the best one is the one that is the cheapest. Subhanallah. Right? But the now we have this other mindset. Yeah, we have yeah. this other mindset. Oh, no, you got to make yourself look expensive. You got to make yourself seem like, you know, the hard to get. Yeah. You know, you have to do all this type of stuff to make him show you that you can't treat. No, a brother who's coming at you with the little that he has, but he's giving you all of it. Yeah. Yeah. You need to treasure that. Subhanallah. Not only that. The, like you know when how much you're asking for keeps going up mm-hmm. that really shows how much you value yourself wow wow all right like think about it like this if someone told you that I, like let's say 3500 mm. she t- you know you both agree but then she goes to the family and the family's like no we want 50000 oh alaykum not only salam <laughs> alaykum like you want to put a price on your daughter wow and you only put 50000 dollars I really think about that. Your daughter is worth like a year's salary. Wow. Really, that's the value you placed wow. on her. Wow. Think about Ooh. it like that. Like, really? You t- took care mm. of her for however long it was. And you think like... So the higher you go, you know, the more you actually devalue your daughter. True. Or, you know, like really that's what's happening. Right. You know? <laughs> and I'll be, I'll be doing something cast and I see the thing. I'm like, <laughs> I'm praying for this man's bank this, account. This is not only his bank account, his future children's bank account. <laughs> so he's looking. You, you know? know, there's a guy in UK. Yeah. I think he paid a hundred pound. Uh, uh, hundred thousand? No, a hundred thousand pounds. pounds. Sterling pounds. Subhanallah. Oh my God. I was like, ah. Well, wow, that that's very profound. Like, well, I like I'm be honest hey, with you. Let's, let's let's pause and make du'a for him, man. Mm-hmm. We gotta make lots of du'a for him. Facts. I'll La, tell you, I'll tell you Allah. I was like, I mean. mashallah. I was like, wow, bro. Yeah. Man, may Allah make it easy. But hey, man, if you, I mean, if you I agree to say. it, you agree to it. You know. Yeah. You know the thing, people don't. I don't think a lot of people understand. You have to agree to it. Mm. You know, I think people they see that and you if can she negotiate. says it, like if she says it, I have to do it if I want to marry her. Oh wow. Like they look at it like that, but it's. <laughs> Like, أخي, think about it like this. When the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was getting Fatima radiallahu anha married to Ali. Mm. Ali didn't have anything to give her. Mm. And the Prophet sallallahu started sending him around to go to this person, go to this person, go to this person, get this, get this. Yeah. And all for a ring. And he had to sell his body armor that he was using for jihad in order to even afford that ring. On top of sadaqa being given to him. And this was the matter of... The, the daughter of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, someone that the Prophet said, "No, look, the Prophet sallam, he says, whoever hurts my daughter Fatima has hurt me. She is from me, and I'm from her. Mm. Right? Wow. And this is how, when like you look at their marriage, Fatima and Ali radhiyallahu anhuma, the struggles that they had to go through. One day, you know, Fatima, she's suffering mm. from having to cook and, and and do these type of things, and they're in Medina." Mm-hmm. This is not in Mecca. They're in Medina. So this is, the Islamic Empire is there. So, 
she sends to, you know for her father the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and she <laughs> says <laughs> i can't you know i i need you to give me a servant mm. that can help me you know with the with the chores of the house right my hand is turning like this my face is becoming you know black because of the smoke of cooking and so on right i need i need help the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam went to them to fatima and ali and he said i will teach you something that is better than that than giving you a servant wow every night before you sleep say subhanallah 33 times say mm. alhamdulillah 33 times say allah akbar 33 times mm. right so she's going through the struggles in her marriage and the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam with the love that he has he didn't say i can equal regard her a thousand servants yeah right the empire is expanding right and they mm-hmm. have power right? yeah but it was still don't worry about you know the stuff that you're going through here mm. build your stuff for the hereafter yeah Right, and this is what people have to understand, right? Like, mm. if the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, this is how he was with his daughter. Sure. How should we be with our daughters? So the focus shouldn't be on how much can I get her for mahr. Mm. Right? Can I find a husband for her? Right. Or can I find a wife for him? Mm. That together they're going to be, you know, the the the, the race to the akhirah becomes easier. Right. Mm. Right. And then when you hear these crazy numbers, that's not what they're thinking about. That is not fifty thousand, a hundred thousand. That's not what they're thinking about. May Allah make it easy on us. Amen, amen. Subhanallah. Thank you for touching on that. Subhanallah is very powerful, and I think. What we plan to do, guys, uh, for those uh, listening, inshallah, we plan to dedicate a series to this, inshallah, mm-hmm. whether it'll be Sheikh Fuad, whether it's other people as well that join all of us, yeah. um, because this can be broken down into multiple segments, because yeah. mm-hmm. a lot of people don't talk about this. I wish somebody was talking about this when I was on YouTube, you know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> you had, when you you're know, reading the books, huh? When you're reading <laughs> the books, right? Or yeah. during marriage, like, yeah. as a young guy, you don't know the how to kind of things can change how uh having a baby can change the dynamic or pregnancy can change the dynamic nobody talks about this even yeah. some of the uncles they focus on degree degree but they're not talking about the other stuff like problem solving argument or uh, hormonal stuff going on so so there's a lot of things that we can dedicate so inshallah we hope to break this down to a series mm-hmm. this is the before marriage and we're gonna talk about maybe one or two questions before we wrap up here mm-hmm. and then we have during marriage so those young guys inshallah may Allah preserve your marriage I mean, you know what I'm saying because I mean, Allah is tough yeah, it really I, is. I think I'm it's over 50% of marriages end in divorce. For sure. You know, that was, that was uh, among the statistics. It happens, and you num- know. And the number one cause for divorce is marriage, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> but look, so we telling y'all the before marriage, we're going to tell y'all the during marriage. And then those who are maybe also those few people who, those 50% of people who d- got divorced, it didn't, it didn't work out. We're going to dedicate a whole episode to you guys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Inshallah. So breaking this down into several conversations because each of them need their own discussion. Mm-hmm. But Inshallah, let's finish up this discussion with, okay, yeah. this, I really want to ask you this. So let's say you, you found somebody, mm-hmm. you sent somebody, connected mm-hmm. with the father, boom, bada, bing. You really went things the really formal way. Yeah. You did the best that you could, okay? Mashallah, mm-hmm. tabarakallah. May Allah allow us to reach that standard yeah, I mean, and expectation. Now you say, okay, how do I get to know if I'm compatible with this person? This okay. is an interesting question. Yeah. How do you, you how can you find out if this person complements and matches you and you can actually live a lifetime with this person mm-hmm. without actually getting to quote unquote date them? Because people think that dating, going out to dinners, going for walks, I love you, getting connected with each other, subhanAllah. Yeah. Before I, marriage. But, yeah. How can you do that before marriage? If it's such a formal and what it looks like rigid, mm-hmm. how can you get to know this person? 
So how much do you need to know a person in order for you to live with them? Ooh. That's what we got to ask ourselves. Mm. Right. And this country is very strange. Right. You will have people that, you know, will get roommates, never, like, never talk to them before. Right. That's They'll true. They'll just go ahead and, and you know, get, get room, you know, become roommates with this person. Yeah. And they will live and they'll know, like, these are the things that I'm allowed to do. These are the things you cannot do. Right. Mm. And they're able to set those things and continue like that. Mm. Right. And they'll live together four or five years as roommates. No worries. When you get married, like, that's how we should look at it. You will obviously first, like, what... What are the like? What do I want in a wife? What do I want in a husband? Ooh, before what, you yeah, even talk, like, like, yeah. So you got to know, like, these are the things that I want, right? Yeah, and then these are the things that she wants, right? Am I able to do the things that she wants? Is she able to do the things that I want? Boom, that's it, right? Very, tr- it's very, very simple. Then we break then, it down. Yeah. So then, when you actually like the compatibility, like, if you can, like, what makes you compatible with a person, right? Can you talk with them? You know, can you do they do they fulfill the things that you're looking for? Mm. You know, as a man, or is she is he fulfilling the things that you're looking for as a woman? Yeah. If they you think that they can do that, inshallah, you learn through inside of the marriage. Subhanallah. Right. So if if the attraction is there, you went to the family and you had that you know meeting with the family where, like, you see how she is inside of the house Same. and you see how you know other how, people other people other, have said. yeah. And you feel like you can make this work. You're compatible. You have the same goals. You have, you know, maybe the goals that you have can be completely different. Mm -hmm. But your end goal here is the akhirah. If you have these things, it's going to be easy for you to be, you know, willing to live with this person. Because Mm -hmm. when you look at them, what you're thinking, you're not just thinking about that person. You're thinking about through this person. Yeah. I'm getting closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right. Because that's what marriage is for. Right. Another thing, ask yourself, man. You know, what what we need to do is really change the way that we look at marriage. Ooh. Yeah. Right? We, look, we look at marriage nowadays like the way the Western media has portrayed it. You know, this fairy tale of, you know, I love you, you love the me. Notebook. We, yeah, we, need, yeah. we need to get married and do... Yeah. Really, marriage, we need to look at like... like The way we look at salah. All right, salah, mm-hmm. we have no option. <laughs> we have to do this. Yeah. I don't like waking up for fajr in the morning. I don't like making wudu for fajr in the morning. Subhanallah. But I don't have an I don't have a choice to be like I can't. You know what? I, today I'm not going to wake up and pray fajr. Mm. Right? You have to do it. And while you are doing it, you know that once I say Allahu Akbar, I cannot talk in this salah. Once I say Allahu Akbar, I cannot eat. I cannot drink. I have to focus my thing on this thing. Wow. Because why? Because Allah has made it wajib upon me, and these are the things that I have to do. If I am someone that claims to believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, yeah. if you look at marriage like that, like an ibadah, like an act of worship, yeah. mm, then what happens when things happen inside of it that displease you? Mm. Let's say you, you actually get married, right. and you figure out that, okay, maybe your wife told you that you know, she's a good cook. Mm. There's too much salt in the food now. Right. <laughs> you know, the first few times it can be like she's getting used to the new house and stuff like that. Yeah. But you just see that it's t- she can't cook, mm. or she can't, or he can't do the things that he said he could do. Mm. Yeah. And then you look and you say, okay, I really have two options here. Mm-hmm. I can work with him, try to figure this out. Right. You know, for him to get better, for her to start, you know, learning how to do things better. Yeah. Right. And if it works out, Alhamdulillah, we keep going. Yeah. Right. Now, if it doesn't work out, again, you're given two options. I can say, you know what? I don't have an option in this. I'll have sabr. 
and I'll wait for the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm. Or I can be like, this is not working out, then we need to get divorced. Mm. Right? And then in order for even the way that, like, there are so many things that need to change mm-hmm. for marriage to be what the deen intends it to be. Mm. Right? The way that we look at, you know, people that are divorced. Mm. That needs to change. Mm. Right? The way that, like, we, if it, we, like you said, 50% of the people are going to get divorced. Yeah. Right. So... This is something halal. It happened. Right. Let's move on to the next one. Let's get married. Find someone else to marry. Right. Right. Because this is what we have to do. People yeah. make it seem like that. People make like divorce like the like the like this big fear that cripples them into even walking into marriage. Yeah. yeah. They allow that to paralyze them. Mm-hmm. But then, how about zina? How about the? How about what happens to your soul? Yeah. By doing something that Subhanallah that Allah has forbidden that is a major sin. Zina, right so it's like we need to switch our mindsets like we Allah really do, yeah. Allah has facilitated something halal for you to do and if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out like we need to normalize like yes we should like work and try our best but it's not the end all be all yeah you know and I think subhanallah like We've been conditioned with this narrative, the Western media. Of like you get divorced is the end of the world, you know? Yeah. Mm. That's not how it should be. It shouldn't. Look at the our mothers, the wives of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Maybe one of them was never divorced. SubhanAllah. Maybe only Aisha radiallahu anha. Mm-hmm. The rest of the wives of the Prophet Sallallahu and these are our mothers. SubhanAllah. People that like... Yeah, this is people our, the love that we have to have for them and this is you know how they are right yeah. so why do we look at you know our sisters today when they get divorced or our brothers today when we, it's like you know something's wrong with this person mm. yeah if this is how our mothers were subhanallah you know subhanallah mm-hmm. no it's just, uh, we there's a lot of things we got to change right you know and we got we got to stop following the uh, what the, what America is trying to make us do? Subhanallah, Subhanallah. Very true. I had a question for you when you were yeah. saying that, like, in the aspect of like wanting to be a better Muslim through her, through mm-hmm. your wife, right? Mm-hmm. So then, does like we we got asked this question last week on our podcast, mm-hmm. but I wanted to ask you, like, does being married make you a better Muslim? Oh, for sure. Wow, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, complete answer mm-hmm. me and you. Whoa. <laughs> Listen, think about it like this. Mm. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said it is from my sunnah. Yeah. Mm. Whoever does not do it is not a part of me. Subhanallah. Mm. Like and then on top of that, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he says if you promise if you can protect two things, I guarantee you jannah. Mm. What is between your lips and what is between your thighs? You cannot protect what is between your thighs except through marriage. Right? Yeah. So because of that, being married puts you at it's like doing something that's praying that's yeah that does praying salah right okay let's say there's two people that pray salah so, the one that prays sunnah he's mm. better than the one that doesn't pray sunnah subhanallah we we don't have to get into he's like this he's like, no yeah. mm-hmm. if we look at two people yeah right. they come to dhuhr salah we see them praying and then after dhuhr one of them prays sunnah yeah our mind is obviously going to say the one that prays sunnah is better than the one that did not pray sunnah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the one that is married this is how we look at him right he is protected from the fit, like major fitna mm-hmm. that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like what, what is the greatest fitna that has been left for man after the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa Women. He's protected from that mm. or some aspects of that. So right. how can he not be better than the one that is not protected from it? Mm. Right? Gotcha. Can, I, can I ask you something? And then one more. Let yeah. me give you one more. If we're, look, look at how the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa when he talks about marriage, what he tells us to do. 
if you are not married, you should be fasting. Mm. Like you, that, that's the only option you have. Yeah. It's either you get married, right, or you fast, right, because of how dangerous this thing is. So isn't the one that is married doesn't that put him like, you know, a little bit higher than the one that's not married? True, that is true. Allah, so yeah, go ahead. So check what I was gonna say. The reason why we said that is because. We said it in the context of that it's not definitely going to make it. Oh, Why we sure. said that is because we know there to be brothers. Yeah. Like it's not. I say this is not a hundred percent sure because the reason why I said that is because if you're expecting somebody mm-hmm. to make you into a practicing Muslim, what I'm saying oh, is like yeah, yeah. if you were not practicing, yeah. or if you are on the block messing with these girls and you mm-hmm. didn't develop any kind of discipline, yeah, mm-hmm. and you're just saying, you know what, I can't control my, I need to get married, boom, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you haven't developed the habit of getting yourself routinely praying on your salat. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're smoking. Maybe you're drinking that you have yeah. not knocked that out. Your salat mm-hmm. has not been accepted for the past mm-hmm. 40 days. Mm-hmm. Like you have all these habits mm-hmm. or these tendencies, these behaviors mm-hmm. that you have not fixed or resolved that you yourself. Mm-hmm. But I definitely agree. Like I even started a podcast episode where, like it makes you a more holistic person. For yeah. sure. When you're with somebody in a relationship, you mm-hmm. are growing at a rate that you never thought could happen. Mm-hmm. So you grow yourself as a man. Mm-hmm. You grow faster spiritually, yeah. As a leader, all these different things. Um, mm-hmm. But subhanAllah, I just want to say that, like, no, no, before yeah, marriage, sure. yeah. developing your deen, making sure mm-hmm. that's established, because that yeah. was one of your prerequisites. Like, mm-hmm. you fear Allah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, you yeah, have so that's yeah, to fear yeah. Allah. Mm-hmm. So when I was talking about like marriage making you better, right? Not you individually. Like once you get married, you're not just going to start praying five times a day. Yeah, that, you're yeah. not gonna stop start fasting the whole month of Ramadan if you were not doing that before. Right. Yeah. You're not gonna you're not going to get married and then khalas. Now you're about to read the Quran the whole day. Mm. That's not going to happen. Right. What I mean being better, it's it's in the sense of who is safer. Sin wise, mm. like who is between Safer, the yep. married one and non-married man, mm-hmm. you don't look at any other thing. Yeah, just those two. You know, the one that's married is, inshallah, it's going to be safer. That's yeah, right. But you have to, you know, really work on yourself, whether you married or not. Mm. You ha- like your akhirah is still in your hands. Mm. Should we hasten to get married, Sheikh? Yeah, we should. We should. We should. <laughs> And it's, it's scary that, that we're postponing it. The Prophet he says, Allah. Whoever of you is able to come together, let him get married. Wow. Right? Whoever's, if you're able to do that. What does able mean? Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you. What does able mean? Because when you explained your story, when you were getting married at a young age. You had zero to your name. Exactly. You're a young man. Exactly. You just, you know. Okay. Um. A lot of people are not going to like this, especially if you got parents listening. This is talk haq. This is yes. Khalas. <laughs> being being able to get married. Mm. The number one thing is that you are physically able to get married. Mm-hmm. Right? I hope you guys understand what I mean. Yeah, you're yeah, physically yeah. able to get yeah, married. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Because you look at the hadith. Prophet mm-hmm. says, whoever is able to, right. let him get married. Mm. But if he's not able to, mm. then... Let's protect him by fasting. Yeah. And why should he get married? Because it is better for his private parts mm-hmm. and it is better for his eyesight. Mm-hmm. He won't be gazing everywhere. Yeah. Right? So if you're physically able to get married too, right. you need to get married. You need to hasten to get married. Mm-hmm. Right? Because of the fitna that is out there if you don't get married. Right. And if you can't do that, you have to continuously fast until you actually get married. Well, that's a beautiful. Thank you so yeah. much, Sheikh. Subhanallah. And uh, lastly, this is like more towards me, but I know there's yeah. a lot of people like me. For those who are from here who have certain expectations, standards, mm-hmm. but that standards are not the norm here. Mm-hmm. 
how do they go about? Because it's like they don't want to compromise on things that they think are very basic. But over here, it's hard to find a, a woman with a certain qualities or a woman wants finding a man with a particular qualities. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of hidden behind these doors. And yeah. you got to go through their father. And it's so difficult. Mm-hmm. What do you advise those men? Or maybe, hopefully, maybe you could do a two-part. We could all touch on this. Because I know I put a lot of pressure on you, Shit. Mm, yeah. Like, those sisters who are cool, they're like, okay, I'm supposed to wait here and wait for my father to come. My father's not doing anything. You have those sisters who are martial arts about Allah. They're not putting themselves out on social media, mm-hmm. advertising themselves. Mm-hmm. But they're like, dad, my brother, they're not bringing nobody for me. They're just making dua. Maybe marriage is not coming for them. Mm-hmm. And then those brothers who are like, man, I'm trying to find a sister who's covered up, who doesn't show herself, yeah. who who has, who's feminine, who has the tendency of a woman, right? I want these qualities right, who right, know right. the rights of a, who know the rights of a husband. Yeah. Where can I, f- with the dean, that, the type of standard dean that you, we mentioned, mm-hmm. man, this is like a needle in a haystack. Mm-hmm. What do we do, Sheikh? What do we do? Get rid of the haystack, man. Get rid of the haystack, yeah, huh? That's what you gotta do. So, look, this is the problem, man. Mm-hmm. Every single person, like we, we have the things that we want in marriage, right? Yeah, right? and you have to convince yourself there are th- certain things, no matter what. Yeah, right. I'm not going to, you know, like I cannot compromise on these things. Mm-hmm. For some people, right. it will be like my wife has to wear hijab. Right. Mm-hmm. For some people. It'll be, you know, I need a wife that prays five times a day. Maybe I need a wife that, you know, knows how to read the Quran or has memorized portions of the Quran, stuff like that. Yeah. And you decide to yourself, you know what? These are not the things that I can, I will never compromise on these things. Mm -hmm. And it it has to be the same for the sisters. There are things that I cannot compromise when it comes to the husband. Right. Yeah. Because, like, we have to realize you're not just picking a husband. Mm-hmm. You are picking the future father of your children. Subhanallah. Wow. And the grandfather of your grandchildren. Allah. Right? And like th- this is what you're picking. So then you say, okay, he has to, you know, the, these standards that have to be there. Right. Yeah. And what you never want to do is settle. Don't move away from those standards. Mm. Now, let's say that you, you're someone that wants a wife that uh, wears a jilbab. Right. And you found someone that actually wears jilbab. Yeah. Now that you found her, uh, you see that inside of the marriage things... You know, Iman goes up and down. Right. Yeah. And you see that, okay, and the jilbab is coming off. Right. Now it's turning maybe to an abaya or it's turning to a dress and, you know, with a scarf. Right. At that moment, that's when you have to tell yourself, you know what? Uh, we have to figure this out. Right. Mm. I have to help you get your Iman to the point where you can continue wearing that. Mm. Because the lower your Iman goes, that's also going to affect me. Right, and this like you. This is what we we have to realize. Those things that we will never compromise on, you never do it. But there are certain things that you have to realize. It will always not be like that, you know. And there are certain things that you can compromise on. Mm -hmm. You can say, you know what, you know, maybe I wanted a wife that would cook for me three times, but I see that since we got married, she can only cook one time. Right, and it's like, can I can I deal with that? Right. This is something like you could you could you know you could be like. No, it's not really that important. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, some guys it is. Yeah. So some guys it is. Then yeah. That's it's their up truth. To, yeah. It's up to them to decide. That's like, true. Yeah. Wh- which one, which one of my standards am I willing to drop, and which ones I'm not willing to drop? Right. You know. So if you want, you know, the woman that you know you're looking for. Yeah. As long as you you have those standards, you'll find them. Mm. You'll get a wife that has those things, inshallah. In making in making dua that they come. Yeah. For sure. And how about, and real quick, Shaykh, specifically mm. those women who are 
having a hard time finding a man who's mm-hmm. on the dean and they and they want to go about it the right way they don't want to put themselves out there and advertise themselves mm-hmm. what, what would just a quick word of sh- advice for sure this is like another fa- failure of the parents subhanallah right like if you have a daughter if you have a son right. that that they're struggling to get married right you your main focus should be getting them married mm. especially if you have daughters right they right? that that was going to be my question like if you have daughters like you one of the jobs that you have is getting them married if you take care of your daughter, you raise her right, and you get her married to the right person, yeah. a religious person, mm. you are guaranteed Jannah. Wow. Even if it's one, even if it's two, even if it's three. Wow. So, like, what, what, what are you doing if you're not running after Jannah? So, when your daughter comes to you and she says, I need to get married. Right. Yeah. <laughs> leave everything else. This should be the thing that you, day and night, until you figure it out, this is what you focus on. So you're saying for those women, go to your parents, yeah. to call out to them, mm-hmm. and maybe even those those brothers or yeah, uh, people brothers, who yeah. are I'm the like, men in their in their family. Mm-hmm. So I'm Look looking at for them. That, like that's it. You gotta let them that know. should be your job then. Right. Yeah, cause Wait, I, you fulfill this one. Because right. I was gonna ask you like, now like when you look at like our sisters, you know, mm-hmm. who want to get married, yeah. and they have parents who are really more so focused because, like, coming from a, like us like African ethnicity background. Mm-hmm. Like, when you look at our parents, our parents are more so focused on, like, working and then getting education. Degree. Some parents, you know, some parents won't even attend your graduation. And they say, oh, even the guy will like come along more, the way. Like, have that more support because that's not the way they grew up. You know what For I mean? Sure, yeah. So it's like... like they, got, they got married without degrees, though. Yeah, you know? They're trying that's to give true. advice that they didn't apply to themselves. Yeah, yeah, so that's the thing, though. And it was like... How, how do you go about that? Like like he said, if you don't have a brother, like, mm-hmm. like for instance, me as a brother, mm-hmm. I know I'm not looking for a guy to marry my sister because I'm very overprotective, which is kind of... Well, that's, that's, we that, gotta, like, that's what are you protecting her from? Huh? Like, what, what are you being overprotective for? For the dunya? Or like, like, if you are overprotective of your sister, yeah, you need, like, the most important thing that you want to save her from, uh-huh. it is the fire. Like, that's what you want to be protective over your sister for. Yeah. Right, so what you have, and then do you want to find someone for your sister, someone that you think is a decent brother, very good brother that you know, or you want someone to slide in her DMs? What, you think, what, like, these are your options, really. One yeah. that you're not aware about, yeah. and it's fitness, and it's fitness. And he's already shaitan, because he's sliding in your sister's DMs. Yeah. <laughs> like, or do you want to be the one that says, you know what, I'm going to find my sister husband. Okay. Right, like, like, one thing, eh, eh. like, it's, ooh, it's so <laughs> common sense. Like, like, yeah. You know, somebody said in the TikTok, one of the videos, yeah. it had me die laughing. Somebody said, subhanAllah, you know what's crazy? Mm. The fact that you have to say this. Yeah. Like, I, like the, the stuff that comes out when we talk about the deen, it is yeah. common sense. Why are we getting protective over our sisters when it's a martial arts about a club brother? Yeah. Like for example, oh, the no, Sahaba no. Abu. Yeah, like what's I'm not trying to get on oh, you, but no, I'm no, saying no, in no. general, this is a habit. Yeah. yeah, like me, like if like I talk to my sisters about a certain thing, I tell them if a guy were to come up to me and said, "Hey, my oh, find sure. your sister, mashallah," right? Mm-hmm. I respect that m- guy more than anything. Yeah. But the one thing is like me, like I think you know why, like I am so overprotective when it yeah, comes yeah. to my sisters. Mm-hmm. Like what's it called? Inshallah, I'll probably tell you after. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's it called? And it's like. I'm just terrified of what's going to happen because me knowing my sister how they are. Yeah. But then in the aspect of what you're saying, you're mm-hmm. right because mm-hmm. I do like one day need to find or even my, like for yeah. example, like I said, my dad, uh-huh. my dad isn't really focused. He's focused on them getting their education first. 
like how can you convince especially parents who are like uh mm-hmm. come from the east african like origin yeah. mm-hmm. they're like it's their head is made out of rocks you ain't That's going it. yeah nowhere you ain't getting nowhere with yeah. that so how do you like how do you go about that and say oh dad i want to get married but, oh, what no That's not go happening. go to school you like, like, we gotta we gotta make a part two just for that topic <sighs> right but look this is what as a guy alhamdulillah like the struggle is re- like so what your dad said no mm. Mm. i'm Hello. just telling you i'm getting married i'm not really asking for your approval here right like, like wow. as a guy you as a have guy that from like, a guy yeah, perspective. from yeah. the guys for the sister it's much harder right so what you gotta do like there was a brother I was, uh, we were at the Maghrib last night together, mm. and we were talking about, you know, same thing. He's struggling with, you know, getting married and, and, and uh, stuff like that. And we were talking, you know, we ended up talking about his sisters. Yeah. Right? And right. he said something to me, like, I was like, subhanAllah, this is what we have to understand. He said, when I was 15 years old, I wouldn't let nobody talk to my sisters. Not a single person could talk, not a single guy can talk to my sisters. Mm. He said, but now... <laughs> He said, if if my sister just brings to me a decent Muslim that prays Salah, he said, I'll do the nikah that day. I'll do it that day because I know what is out there. But if mm. she just brings someone that can pray, Allah. someone that is like, he said, halfway decent, yeah. goes to Jum'ah, mm-hmm. I'll do the nikah because I know what the alternatives are. It's either yeah. you get this brother and or, <laughs> like we said, the shaitan is going to be in the DMs. True. Right? Right. So for the parents, what they really have to understand is, like your children, you know, you, you really can't protect yourself from zina for a long time. You cannot. You oh. can, especially the society that we live in, you will end up somehow, like in some way, like you will find yourself trapped into it. Mm. And then it will be very hard for you to get out of it. Mm. Mm. And they have to realize the dangers of this. Like how many of our sisters do we know? How many of our brothers that we know that are already doing this? They're doing it at school. The families have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. But they think, Alhamdulillah, I sent them to school. They're going to get their degree. They, the kids going to come with you and be like, yo, I'm a dad now. Subhanallah. You're like, wow. what? Oh, you didn't get married. What? It, yeah, you didn't let me get married. Or, There's women who are getting abortions. Yeah. Subhanallah. Hijabi women no, getting abortions. Tough time, subhanallah. You know? Oh, and I crazy. feel like now these days, like there's a lot of stories that were like, let's say the kids, like, you know, young Muslim mm-hmm. Men and women that do commit zina and then mm. get somebody pregnant, mm-hmm. the parents find out. Then they're like, "Oh no! Now you now. have to get married." You know, so it's like it's so interesting to see that because it's like, like from that I agree because I've like heard a lot of stories when it comes mm-hmm. to that where someone does get pregnant and, and all of a sudden the parents are like, "Uh uh-uh, uh, you're getting married, married right now." Because now now it's their shame, you know. Yeah, it's they, shame. they they want they they care about the kids' akhirah. Forget the kids akhir. I just don't want someone to say, you you have a grandchild that came out of wedlock. That's really what it is. Mm. It's not because, oh, I care for his akhir. If you care for his akhir, you didn't make him get married if he got somebody pregnant. True. Because now, oh. for the next nine months, they just come in and zina. And then most of the time, for the rest of their lives, they don't really re- get married. Right? You can't get... So like, Are you serious? Yeah. So not, now you've actually destroyed the akhir. Right? So and what, what it needs to be is that what they have to realize is, Marriage, if my child comes to me with marriage, khalas. <laughs> Today I'm doing the nikah. Allah. Nothing mm. else. You, I already know. You already found somebody. We are doing the nikah today. Nobody's going nowhere. True. You know, that's what we have to realize. Subhanallah. Or we open the doors for, you know, shaitan, shaitan. should do his thing. Subhanallah. Allah. Allahu Akbar. Um, Interesting. 
So, Sheikh, inshallah. Um, we hope to get your final words of encouragement. But before that, mm-hmm. those people who are right now, they have someone in mind. Maybe they set up the family. Now, what boundaries should they not cross? Could we set up some parameters real quick for uh-huh. so that we can outline, inshallah, this can be a barakah yeah. to make sure they don't extend bounds and don't do haram. Mm-hmm. What like, boundaries are there? Uh, you should never be alone with them. Mm. That's the most important one. Never be in private with uh, with a non-mahram. Whether you're about to get married to or not, never be alone. Mm. That's the number one thing. Don't talk too much. You know, mm. uh, don't don't spend too much time talking. Yeah. If these are there, you'll be fine. Usually, these are how the two. The, these are the ways to the fitna. Mm. Talking too much and spend like being alone. Mm. You know, talking too much eventually will get you to convince yourself. I need to be alone with this person. Right. And then from there it's a slippery slope. Right. You know, so that like that's the if if you found the person, yeah. families have agreed you don't talk like mi- right. minimize how much you talk to them and never ever spend any time with them in private. Subhanallah. Yeah. That's All the right. advice I give you guys. Thank you so much, Chef. Wow. Subhanallah. That was beautiful. And I also want to touch on this last part. I remember mm-hmm. what you said earlier before we talked about um the side things that we talked about. Yeah. How you talked about outlining things beforehand. Yeah. Make sure you come with a certain expectation. I remember you talked about the jilbab, right? Yeah. Um, something funny just popped in my head. It's like, in that talking stage, mm-hmm. some guys, they will see the woman full blown. Right, like, yeah. Like, like you're her brother. Yeah. And then in the marriage, command that you wear hijab. No. It's like, it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. If you have an expectation, be consistent in it. Oh, for sure. Don't yeah. just if she then now you want her to be fully covered at work, uh-huh. mm. but if she wasn't covered on you when you were on a Facetime. Nah, uh, you married. When you were doing X, Y, and Z, so it's like uh, yeah. keep that same energy. Hey, you know what I'm saying? So it's like from the beginning you want something uh-huh. in the marriage that you then you can maybe, but it better not go below. You be, you know the checks and balances of the Chase Bank yeah. when you yeah. withdraw yeah. the negative. No, no, don't do that. Don't go on the negative. Don't do that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So subhanallah. I just want to I just want to yeah, emphasize sure. that for y'all, the brothers and sisters. All right, so lastly, Sheikh, what are the final words of encouragement mm-hmm. we could all give surrounding this topic? Yeah. Sheikh, I will start with you, inshallah. Uh, hasten to get married. Try really hard to get married. Start young talking to your parents about getting married. Right. And then really try to get married young. There's <laughs> 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 nothing else to say on this thing. No, no, keep, like keep it as halal as possible. Boom. Yeah, you know? like for a guy, like you two guys have been married. The yeah. question is me. Mm-hmm. You feel oh, me? Yeah. Like me, you're getting old, brother. Yeah, you know what I'm <laughs> like saying. Like they say, your, your like, about to expire. You gotta <laughs> yeah. hop out of there. Man. You feel me? So like, inshallah, I do. Like, like, well, honestly, like, I'm gonna speak from like my own perspective from someone who who is married and someone who was married, and you know what I'm saying. Hopefully, inshallah, is gonna get married one day. Um, what's it called? Like, I took so much knowledge to the mm-hmm. point where I'm like, yo, like, like, especially when it came to like having kids and especially mm-hmm. having a daughter. That's the one thing that I actually did not know. Cause me, when I like when people ask me when you have a daughter, when I'm like, oh no 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 no, no. I don't want to uh, know about guys. I don't want I don't want even want to deal about guys yeah. when it comes to that. Cause I know I'm gonna have a headache, you know. Yeah, but wallah, it gave me so much insight of like, like man, like as soon as my daughter is the right age to get married, um, whoever is right. Hey, listen, you know in America. Right. I think that like when they're like 15, 16 Yeah Oh you gotta figure something out for them man Wow High school You gotta figure something out for them At least start planning uh, Yeah And if you're able to Right Whoever he's dating Convince the father like Yo man let, let's, let, let's Just let them get married He stays at your house 
uh, you know, my son stays in my, your daughter stays in yours, and at least we know that the thing they're going to do, we're not going to be responsible for it. Wow. Like, yeah. we need to start doing things like that. Like, yeah. these things are very taboo for Americans yeah, or westernized people. But these, like, this is your this is your kid's character, their morality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So because I have a question, yeah. but that question is meant for part two because why Halas. you're married. Oh, man, the part so, two is hey, coming. We'll the part two, the yeah. part two is What's coming. What's your last my, advice? You? My last advice, subhanAllah, as a person who's been married, got married young, oh, subhanAllah, so much I can say. I definitely want to highlight some of the things. Get married young. I truly encourage it. What it will develop in you, mashallah, mm-hmm. beautiful. Yes, but so also well. make sure that your deen is established. You are practicing Muslim with mm-hmm. character, with morality, right? And don't put so much pressure on this other person, because I'm telling you, they will never rise to that expectation, right? Yes, so come well. with a certain standard and be mm-hmm. ready to compromise in marriage. Yeah. We will discuss that in a separate episode. True. But will I stay away from zinna? Stay away from anything that gets close to zinna. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Keep yeah. your head down. And I'm and I can only speak for the brothers. Brothers, like if you're not married right now, bro, focus on yourself. That's it. Yeah. Don't oh don't entertain. Don't be chasing nothing. Focus on yourself. Build yourself up to the point where you could be like, now nah, I'm looking, and now you you have options. You have yeah. women who are looking for a man who's practicing. Mm-hmm. Build yourself you. up so a woman who can get a righteous man who's practicing, who's about his business. Yep. Right, because that's what these sisters want, and we want a woman who's mashallah on the deen, who can will make an excellent mother, you know. So inshallah, an excellent wife, excellent wife, mm-hmm. grandmother inshallah one Khalas. day, qualities mm-hmm. that we want inshallah. My advice is, I'm not married yet, but inshallah will be. I'll take the advices, huh? Yeah, Allah I'll Allah take Allah. the advices for life, but for life. All right, inshallah. Well, anyways, thank you so much, Sheikh Fuad, for joining us. Uh, can you please share like where people like can follow you or or get a hold of what you post, inshallah? You wanna go Man, ahead? Man, you know the thing is like I don't really be posting on social media like that. Oh, okay. So if you just follow me, you'll follow basically a dead account. <laughs> you know, you guys know nah, me. You don't want to plug the Twitter booming. or the Instagram? The TikTok. Right, well, wherever it is, we'll write it down in the description. Boom, we'll make yeah. it happen, inshallah. We'll make uh, it happen. Anyways, inshallah, thank you so much for being Allah here. We appreciate it. May Allah reward you. Anyways, and thank you guys for listening to this podcast of Talk Your Haq. We hope you guys benefited. And inshallah, stay tuned for more episodes like these. Make sure to subscribe. Part two is coming. Facts. Make sure you guys subscribe, um, like, share, comment, and um, have your parents watch these, inshallah. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Please. Oh, have your parents I, watch it. No, I, I'll talk to your parents for you. Boom. Oh, there you it. go. There you go. We're gonna holla at y'all. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa alaikum wa